Okay, so let's start with the first story, real-life Mac Dreamy. Yes, he's a real doctor. And yes, he's insanely handsome. Think of like, really, really, really like the Mac Dreamy of uh, if you guys ever watched Grey's Anatomy. But anyways, this guy started tagging me on Instagram through the entire year. We're talking here, we're starting the stars in 2018. I'm single, my husband had just died, but that's a whole other story. And he was tagging me, tagging me, tagging me. So every time I looked at my Instagram, this guy is tagging me in his pictures. But his pictures on Insta were so freaking bad, I didn't even notice that he was handsome. I thought he was an old man, like an old doctor trying to get more business. But he tagged me so many times and he started sending me direct messages inviting me to go do Botox at his clinic. One day I finally agreed. I was like, okay, you want me to come do free Botox and promote your clinic? No problem. Who doesn't want free Botox, right? At the time, this guy was a struggling ER doctor trying to start his own practice. And he was sharing a small office with another doctor. Anyways, I get to the clinic When he entered the room, I was shocked. I was super surprised at how handsome he was. He was tall. He was athletic, great body, a little too skinny for my taste, but like thin, beautiful green eyes, super friendly. He told me he was born in Brazil, so a lot like me, French family, a lot like me. He had like a French last name and that he moved to the U.S. when he was 14. He spoke a bunch of languages with no accent really amazing. And we had incredibly similar backgrounds. So we hit it off right away, needless to say. He did my Botox. He told me he had two boys and he was going through a rough divorce. At the time, I didn't know how complicated the divorce was in his head and how much was influencing his life. So whatever, I got my Botox. I was super happy. Wow, I can't believe I met a nice, handsome doctor. But every day we kept on chatting through our social media, more and more and more and more. And things got super, super flirty. We would spend the entire night sex chatting the whole night. Like he would be in the yard just sitting there bored. And I would spend the whole night up talking and talking and talking and talking to him. (laughs) One night I drove in the middle of the night to the hospital during his shift. And we were kissing and making out in the car like teenagers. So obviously it was a lot of fun. I was thinking to myself, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening to me. I have my own Mac dream in real life. He's too freaking cute. He's too freaking handsome. And he was all over me. Like, I don't care about the nurses. I don't care about anything. You're the one I want. Blah, 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 blah. It was like, you know what they say, too good to be true. But it was just so much fun. So I was really digging it. Obviously, all the four plays of texts and kisses and making out in the car in the middle of the night were making our sexual tension grow and grow and grow. And he kept saying, as soon as I have a day off, I would go to your apartment. Finally, one day he did, and we had sex in my place after months of doing this. It was okay. I'm not going to tell you guys that it was fantastic sex, because he did one thing that I really don't like, and I don't, I don't know if you girls agree with me. He had sex in silence. I'm the girl, and I think most Brazilians are like that. 
we like conversation and dirty talk. And I want to know if the guy is enjoying it, if he's not enjoying it, if he's having a good time, if he's not having a good time. This guy had a great body and um, we definitely had chemistry, but he was silent the entire time. And it just freaks me out. But anyways, it was fine. Um, I felt good with him. I felt like after months and months of talking for hours and hours and hours, sharing problems, sharing secrets, sharing our lives, we really knew each other. And I actually thought we were starting something nice. He did tell me over and over and over that he did not want to get divorced. It was actually his wife that left him and he didn't want the marriage to end. But in my mind, I thought, well, everybody that goes through a divorce, you know, they don't want to do it in the beginning. Divorce is always tough, especially if you have kids involved. And But we have a great connection. Anyways, um, going back to the McDreamy story, I thought we had such a great connection. And um, in time, he would be okay with his divorce and we would live happily ever after. Reality was, he was not over the divorce, but most of it, he did not want to be over it. And I was not going to be able to help him. But of course, typical me, this was just the beginning of my story with him. We kept dating for a few months, but always major ups and downs about him getting over the divorce or not, being ready for a relationship or not. This guy was the kind of guy, think like super bipolar. One minute he was super happy, the next minute he's like, I don't know what I want. And yeah, I want to be with you, but I don't want to be with you. And I don't accept that my wife left me. Yeah, let's accept it. It was up and down, up and down, up and down. I don't know if you believe in horoscope. This guy's a Gemini. I was never too much of a horoscope believer. But a lot of my friends tell me that Gemini men are bipolar like that. I don't know. But this guy was up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down all the freaking time. But typical me, if that wasn't difficult enough, I decided I should help him with his social media, his marketing, his image, his branding, help him grow his practice so we could get him out of the ER hospital shifts and I figured this was really our biggest problem. The man worked way too much, very long hours at the hospital. His practice was really tiny. He was barely even paying his bills. Nobody knew who he was. So I decided if I fix his business and I make him a, a famous doctor and I make him super, super well-known in the Brazilian community in Miami, all our problems are going to be gone. He's going to be so happy he divorced his wife and we're going to live happily ever after. Of course, he loved the idea. So I started working my magic on him right away. But now the story really starts. I was so freaking wrong, guys. The thing is, I started working for him. And a few months into it, our work was flowing a lot. Of course, honestly, I'm really, really good at what I do. He does have a lot of charisma in front of the camera. So the right pictures and the right videos, I was able to make his social media great. And it was booming. Slowly and surely, people were taking notice. 
I put him on the cover of the largest Brazilian magazine in the United States and in Miami. The Brazilian community noticed him. I was packing his practice. I branded him as a beauty wellness and anti-aging doctor. I mean, we were really, really, really um, working so well together. We were so excited about the future. We opened a new practice for him. I mean, I pretty much opened a new practice for him on my own. I was working so hard. And I was kind of letting all my smaller clients go so I could dedicate myself to him full time. And at the same time, on the personal side, things were getting worse because years into being separated from his wife, he would still not stop talking about it and how she left him, and how he was not over the divorce. And I was just exhausted of his ups and downs, and I never knew how he was going to treat me. Finally, one day I said, you know what, maybe we should just break up. I'm exhausted. We were supposed to go to a New Year's Eve party um, together. And one day before the New Year's Eve party, he told me, yeah, that he didn't know if he should go with me because he didn't know if he was going to feel like treating me nicely and celebrating with me or if he was going to be all depressed that his wife left him and I should go by myself. So I actually did myself and ended up meeting what would turn out to be my next boyfriend and that's a whole other story. But then after that I decided you know what Mr. Dr. McDreamy we should just break up and we should continue our work together because that's what's really working. He completely agreed. He thanked me. He admitted he was nowhere near over uh, being done with his divorce. So for two years, up until like this year, we worked, 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 worked. I worked endless hours, guys, pretty much seven days a week to make him incredibly well-known and famous in Miami. But the fact is, guys, um, this guy was never, ever, ever happy. It doesn't matter how much I worked and that his clinic was flourishing and the ladies were coming in droves to get their Botox and their fillers with him. And he would send me a gazillion messages thanking me for my friendship, for my work, for my loyalty. I mean, if you guys read these messages, like, holy cow. I was so freaking tired and overworked but I was happy to see the results. And his crazy bipolar behaviors kept getting worse of and worse and worse and worse. You know when, like, nothing makes a person happy? I would hire an assistant. Three days later, he would make me fire them. If I was out of the office for a few hours, he would be calling me and calling me and yelling me, where was I, blah, blah, blah. His behavior towards me just kept getting more and more abusive. And my closest friends noticed on the weekends, like I would be on the beach and he would call demanding I should do something. One time I was at my one of my best friend's birthday dinner. He called 10 o'clock at night telling me I needed to go back to the clinic to do something. Everyone around me noticed how abusive and bad he was to me, but I was just concentrating on work, 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 work. And I guess I didn't realize how out of line he was. And then this is the worst part. Quarantine started. This year, it's March. My birthday was March 6th. 
we were beginning to hear about COVID, but I don't think we had any idea of how bad things were going to get. And one week after my birthday, I remember mid-March, things were getting more serious with COVID. And the government told us we, we should go and do a quarantine. By this time, I'm calling him Dr. Wacko because he was so unhinged, so up and down, up and down, you never knew what he was going to do. I guess in his mind, now I know he decided he was going to throw me under the bus. To this day, people ask me what happened. What happened was um, he told me that I didn't have to go to work anymore. Was it out of the blue? Yes, it was out of the blue. I was sitting at home thinking about this craziness. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And he just told me, don't come anymore. Why? I have no idea. He told me he changed his mind about me working for him and he wasn't going to pay me anymore. I have a three-year contract with this guy, by the way, guys, a three-year contract. So there are two more years to go into a three-year contract. He was paying me a full-time salary and he was supposed to pay me a percentage on um, bringing business into the clinic, which obviously I was the one that brought most of the business into his clinic. And he just told me he wasn't going to pay me anymore. He decided he was going to do his social media on his own. He decided he was going to do everything on his own. Talk about an ungrateful person that didn't even know how, he didn't even know how to do Instagram when I met him. He was posting like the same picture three times again and again and again because he had no idea what to do. I made his account grow. I made everybody go to his clinic. I pretty much put his name on the map. And right when this pandemic started, he decided, you know what, I'm going to get rid of this girl. And I'm going to stop paying her. So people ask me, did you call him? Yes, a gazillion times. I send him, I don't even know how many text messages asking, what's going on? Why are you doing this? We have a contract. Do you want to make a deal? Do you want to maybe at least pay me three months of this contract as a cancellation fee? Do you want to do anything? And he went from talking to me 10 million times a day and being my closest friend, I thought we were confidence, to not even answering my calls. He said he sent me a check in the mail when I got the check. It was a check for $400. So I went from getting five grand a month from a salary that I deserved, and it's mine, to getting one check for $400 and saying, just sue me because I'm not going to recognize our contract. I cannot imagine a man doing this to a woman, but yeah, that's exactly what he did to me. I know it's unbelievable, but that's what happened. Um, so people ask me, what do you mean? Everybody that knew us, everybody that knows me here in Miami, everybody that know him, they're like, what do you mean? You guys were so tight. You were so close. You were his right arm. What happened? What happened? Great question. To this day, this was back in March and we're now in August. I have no idea. Other than, like I said, he's very arrogant. He has an ego. Even his ex-wife sent me a message saying that, that he lets his ego destroy his personal and, and business relationships. And I guess one day he woke up and said, you know what? Why am I paying this girl? I can do it by myself. I can do everything better by myself, which, by the way, he cannot. His Instagram is trashed. He looks like shit. It really doesn't look good. He's losing a ton of business because to this day, I get so many ladies, so many people 
sending messages to my phone asking me if they can get an appointment. And I really was just fighting for what was mine. I think that when you have a personal relationship with someone, um, you should at least respect them and be loyal to them forever. And to me, that's what bothers me the most about the story. This guy was a nobody when I met him, and he left me hanging high and dry without my paycheck in the worst possible moment of my life in the beginning of a very serious pandemic. People ask me all kinds of questions. Did you try to make a deal? Yes. Did you try to go see him? Yes. I sent him messages a bunch of times that I was going to meet him at the clinic, and he's such a coward, he never even showed up. Um, finally, one day I got a letter from his attorney, pretty much telling me to stop harassing him. I guess they considered harassment because I was trying to get paid and that if I didn't stop, they would sue me. And my answer was, I hope so. I really, really hope so. Because if he took me to court, I would have a day in front of the judge to show my contracts and my invoices and how much money this guy owes me. And any judge in the world would say, pay this girl up. So I was really, really hoping that they actually would see me. Why didn't I take him to court? Because it costs a lot of money. And I don't have it. And that's a whole other story um, regarding, related to when my husband died. And I'll tell you guys in a different episode. But um, I believe in two things in life. Karma is a bitch and what goes around comes around. So I moved on. I, I'm doing what I love, which is writing this blog, now recording this podcast, doing my Instagram, my radio show at Radio Florida Brazil, and I think life is going to um, take care of him, and, and like I said, what goes around comes around. I really would appreciate if you guys let me know what you think about Dr. McDreamy turned Dr. Nightmare. I think he was super unfair. I don't think he was nice. If anybody has a similar story... Shoot over, send over, and I will talk about it. Love you guys, and I'll move on to the next one.